Here's the snapback. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin scores! A 49-yard field goal, and Indiana leads 27 to 24. Oh, it's an end around one to go. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. Caught touchdown! Fry Fogel again! Welcome to the OEO Podcast. We are still called that, and we're still here. I'm here. I'm still your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter. It's at Braggley, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. Rough start. Uh, it's a Thursday, which we don't usually record on a Thursday. So I'm going to blame it on that. Um, here with my co-host, Brandon, you can find him on Twitter. It's at Brandon Dubich. Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. What's up, Brando? We still have a coach. We're not a stepping stone program. We still have our coach. We're not a stepping stone program. We'll talk about that in a little bit because I'm not sure that I'm okay with that, but, um, <laughs> Something I am okay with is not having Seth, and he's not here today. He's packing or something for um, some weird trip on some cheap airline that he's taking to Florida with his work people. So, uh, But if you want to block him, it's at Setah5, S-E-T-A-H-5. I can assure you this much, and you've been warned as of today, if you have not blocked him, now is the time to do it. Reason being is Purdue thinks they're good at basketball and there's some other stuff that he's either going to be complaining about or excited about as far as the football side of it goes. Uh, so block him now. Again, it's at Setah5, S-E-T-A-H-5. He's not here to defend himself. So this will be very fun. Um, Brandon, anything you want to add before we get started? Uh, no, we're, we're going to get into the fun stuff. We're going to have to cover some stuff that we have to, I don't know if you've announced what we're covering, but we are doing, we are doing recap, a season recap, season recap. Yeah. Along the same lines of how we do post game. Yeah. yeah, We're going to follow the same outline. Yeah. Not anything crazy detailed where we're breaking down individual games or anything like that yet. Um, we will just do a, a kind of a, a brief overview of what we would do on a post game, what went right, what went wrong, stocks up, stocks down. Um, I don't even know if we should revisit our predictions because I think all of us had us going to at least what is whatever was called the Outback Bowl now. Um, I can't remember what it's called, some sort of insurance company, I think. Um, but either way, we'll get started. Uh, we are here to talk about the 2022 IU football season. That ended four and eight after a promising three and oh start, uh, two and seven Big Ten record. And Brandon, this is just a, a random off the side here question. Um, if I were to tell you, well, maybe not, I wouldn't even say that, but how many, how many four win seasons does has IU had where they've even won two Big Ten games? Not uh, any that I would probably imagine. I'd imagine it was a sweep of non con and then a one and eight Big Ten record. Yeah. So I, and I don't know that for sure, but it's just, it, it just seemed weird. Like two and seven is not a good big 10 record, but for four wins to have two of them in conference, 
against two rivals against two rivals yeah wait a minute hold on yeah yeah that's right no no no. it's right i don't know for some reason i forgot that we played illinois first so i was trying to figure out did we win five games no we didn't four and eight 102nd in the country record wise i'm assuming we're tied with a few people um I'll go through real quick on, on stats, or maybe I'll let Brandon. You know what? Brandon did the research. Let's let Brandon do the talking. Brandon, go ahead. Oh, good old points for points against. Both of these were a little surprising. Um, we scored 23 points a game, 23.2 to be exact, which was a hundredth in the country. I would have thought that would have been hot, like better than a hundredth. I, I, wouldn't have thought there was uh, I would have thought there have been way worse offensive teams, um, but I guess there's not. No, um, the points against this. We uh, we allowed 34 points or 33.9 to be exact, which was 121st, um, which I was also I thought there would be way worse teams. Find out were we just didn't do a very good job. But but. Have you ever but, heard of SRS? I have, but explain it for the listeners, Brandon. Basically, it's just a advanced metric that th- puts a lot of things into perspective, strength of schedule, um, point differential, offense, defense, things like that. So despite having the 102nd record, the 100th offense, the 121st defense, we're actually the 87th best team. So um, take that, stat nerds. Um, we're the 87th best team as far as advanced analytics. And this was the most surprising thing. I couldn't believe we had the 19th hardest schedule. I would have thought for sure we had top 10. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, was, that was surprising. I'm guessing it's because Illinois shat to bed. Michigan State wasn't good. Maryland kind of didn't have the end of this. I'm, I'm guessing it's because some of the teams that were good in the middle of the season when I look, because Cincinnati. Yeah, like all the teams that looked good about a month or two ago didn't finish great. So I'm I guessing wanna, that's oh, what submarined. Yeah, possibly. I want to say start of the season, we, we had the third highest or third toughest schedule in the country or something like that. Definitely top 10. I do know it was top 10, third or seventh. Those are the two numbers that are sticking out uh, for me. But you think about people that had, I guess, what you would consider a disappointing season. Uh, Cincinnati, Michigan State, Ohio State, in all honesty. Um, Maryland, maybe even as a a slightly disappointing season. But then, you know, Illinois had a, a good season in their, you know, their perspective, I guess, a surprising season. Um so one that that may have helped the schedule about halfway through the season. And then, you, you know, as you said, it they kind of tanked at the end. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it's it's about right. I mean, obviously it is right. I mean, it is what it is. It's 19th. There's no arguing with it. It's, right. But I think that beginning of the year, obviously, there were very high expectations for Michigan State. I think that made a huge difference in it. So, um Cool. That's it for stats. I would say I think the SRS is about right too. I think that it could be even, it could probably go up five and down five either direction. Sure. Um, yeah. I think I think we're comfortably in the eighties. 
Like yeah. you could say we're 80, you could say we're 90, but we're somewhere in there. Does a hundred does does going from 102nd to 87th get you into a bowl? Ooh. Because I'm think... thinking that much of a difference might be enough to get you over the hump at Rutgers and might be enough to get you over the hump against Maryland. I don't no. know though. Um, but then that would put you in a bowl. I don't know if I want this team in a bowl. Um uh, with all due respect to our, our guys, but um, yeah, it would have been nice, I guess. So let's get into it again. As I said, we're going to do typical post game uh, breakdown. What went right? We'll keep it fairly light and, and, and fun. What went wrong as well? Stocks up on, on offense and defense and stocks down on offense and defense. And then we'll just, you know, we'll figure it out at the end. So um, what went right, Brandon? Let's, let's, let's keep it to two things if we can on each one. Yeah the start of the season, right? Mm -hmm. Like I, I can't remember. There's been a lot of seasons where, Oh, we started against Ohio state or we started against Wisconsin or, you know, you know, um, and it's just like, well, well, we saw what our team is and, uh, well, here we go. It was super fun holiday weekend. Um, I was, I got to, I got to talk a lot of smack to a lot of my friends it it was it was super super fun. I'll definitely remember that game. Um, it ended up being false hope, but I thought Connor Bazelak was absolutely ice in his veins. I thought mm-hmm. you know this defense wasn't going to let anyone score on it, um, and I thought we had our offense um, you know figured out. Uh, I don't none of that proved to be true. Um, but what went right was was the first game of the season. Um, IU football was fun. I think. That's going to be the theme of my recap is let's remember the good memories of the 2022 football season. I am racking my brain to find something outside of those first three games. Um, I'll go with what went right. I would think finally making finally making a quarterback change. Um, You know, obviously it it, it was a little too little too late, as they say, um, and, and didn't cap off anyway but if you're let's just look at a couple things and and i hate quarterback rating as it is but you know jack tuttle played one game for well half of a game right quarter and a half of a game and he looked great was was the answer and so what did what happens from there then you go soresby and you know it all goes downhill and then we eventually we figure out dexter williams uh might be able to provide some sort of a spark um so I would say, I guess, maybe finding the the right direction in the quarterback position is what I'm going to go with, with what went, what went right. And that is literally, outside of yours as well, the only things that went right for me yep. this season. Do you have anything else? I mean, else? can I, I – I don't want – you're going to virtually punch me in the face. A lot of the fans are going to virtually punch me in the face but we fired a coach and it worked. Mm-hmm. Our offensive line got better. Yep. Um, it does bring the unfortunate of what if we would have done it sooner? What if we would have done it last December instead of waiting until mid season, but our offensive, the holes we created for running lanes. Like I think the running game is what changed the most pass protection still had its issues. Right. Obviously. Um, but the running holes like Shiver's, actually showed what happened when, when he had some room to run. Um, same with Dexter Williams, same with, uh, 
uh, basically everyone. So I'm going to say what went right was Tom Allen figured out that he could fire a coach in season and good things happened. Um, so that's, that's, uh, that's what I think also went right. Um, cause big picture, um, again, Tom Allen is still our coach. He needs to learn things. I hope he learned that. Hey, um, I don't have to be loyal to my guys. I, I can make a change when it's necessary and results pan out. Yes, totally agree with that. Uh, but that was not on my list. As I said, I had two. You took one, and uh, yeah, we already talked about my my other one. So, are we what are we ready for what went wrong? Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna say yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll go first. Um, and I'll take. Do you want me to do like the the depressing one or the frustrating one first. I mean, neither one of them is a good answer. I'll go with the frustrating okay. one. And it's go just ahead. the freaking hex that's on this program. You know, if yeah. you don't lose cam camper, the dude was, the dude was sometimes the best offensive player on the field. Mm-hmm. Probably for both teams for both teams, right? For both teams. He's probably the best player on the, on the field. And we lose him. Losing Cam Jones, losing Camper is huge, but losing Cam Jones, arguably who is going to be first team all Big Ten, sucks. And then the third thing was we were going to beat Purdue if Dexter Williams doesn't get injured. Mm-hmm. There's no, I mean, yeah, woulda, coulda, shoulda, whatever. No, there, there's, there's literally no, no doubt. There's no mind. doubt we beat Purdue with Dexter Williams. So, and what is that? That the, I mean, again, Dexter was in line to start, you know, be our quarterback next season. So between Camper, Jones, and Williams, like those three injuries suck so bad. And every team has injuries. I just can't. Th- and maybe it's just because I'm so close to IU. I can't think of a I mean, Clifford's played there for a decade. Mm-hmm. The dude hasn't got injured not once, right? I mean, you can go. You can go up and down. I know Michigan lost Corum, but they have a stable of five star running backs, mm-hmm. right? I can't think. We of can a lose a running back. You can lose a running back. You can, and it, a quarterback, no. Or your middle linebacker, or right? middle your linebacker, captain, which is the your quarterback senior, of the defense. Your yeah. senior captain. It just again, um, four and eight should have been six and six. There's no reason you lose. Should lose the Maryland. No reason you should lose the Rutgers. And it's a season of what if that that mm-hmm. that's my frustrating what went wrong because I'm convinced if those three guys don't go down we're six and six and seven and five which is exactly what you and I predicted we weren't that far from six and six which is what I predicted we weren't that far from seven and five which is what you predicted so you said you didn't want to revisit predictions I just did because I don't think you and I were that far off it. it even if we don't, even if we lose those guys, I don't think we're that far off. But I can't see how we don't win six if we have Donovan or not um, Donovan, Dexter, Cam, and and Cam. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. And yeah, it's definitely frustrating because now I'm starting to get frustrated. Um, I'm I'm gonna lighten it up. I maybe lighten it up is not so much, but it, it, this was definitely a frustrating position group. I think that's what I want to talk about. I'm not going to talk individual players in case we bring them up in the next section, but the the bright spot in the offseason, the one spot you could look at this team and be like, that is the part that's going to lead this entire program. 
was the defensive secondary. And they were awful this year. Outside of maybe a handful of plays, um, you know, that were noteworthy, a couple stops, you know, making a couple plays off the ball. Nobody killed it. Nobody stood out. Nobody was an incredible player, an incredible piece. Without them, there's no way it could have existed. Um, the, the defensive secondary was supposed to be the backbone of this team, and they were a different part on the back of your body. So around the backbone, yeah. Brandon. Yeah, another thing for, for what went wrong is, and this is this is tough. And and this is maybe a little bit too reactionary, but the historic recruiting class that we got. I mean, almost nobody outside of Desan made a real impact. Most of them are transferring. Um, Hold on, know. pump the brakes real quick before people are starting to scream at their whatever device they're listening to. Don't forget Jalen Lucas is part of that recruiting class. I know he wasn't highly, highly ranked, but I don't want you to forget yeah. him because clearly he's You been... can't forget him. You, you can't forget him. Yeah. Um, and, and we're going to cover him in the next section for yeah. sure. Um, but but again, I mean, I had I had such optimism for this recruiting class. And unfortunately, it looks and I'm not really talking about their play on the field, but just so many of them are transferring. So many of them are transferring. And I thought this was going to be the bold building blocks. I thought a lot of these guys were going to be in the program four or five years. And we're going to, we were going to look back to this recruiting class and say, this is what, this is what turned around IU football. Um, well, let's, let's look at it real quick, Brandon. Let's go through it since we're here. I won't do my second, what went wrong. We'll just leave it, but let's, let's talk about this real quick. You know, obviously people know the news. We didn't go over it. Deshaun McCullough in the transfer portal. So that's the number one overall rated recruit from this class. But let's go through some of these other ones. And you tell me, and I don't know if there's been more that have jumped into the portal. I don't know. So you might be breaking news to me, but Trayvon Mullen didn't play. No. Um, second, these are all in, in, in order, by the way, according to 24-7 as far as rankings go. But why more... didn't he play? Our corners had so much left to be desired. Yeah, I don't think he's ready. I don't think his body looked ready. I do think obviously the skills there uh, we've seen it. You've seen it on tape, but um, I don't think his body was ready. I think we'll see him. I do think. And, and if I think Ty's got one more year left, I think. Yeah. No, he's already declared. Ty Did he declare. Long. Okay. Yeah, he declared for the NFL Okay, cool. Draft. So to, to have him step out and have Trayville come in, then that may see that next week, next year, but okay. Omar Cooper didn't see him much. With a um, wide receiver group that left so much to be desired. Exactly. Exactly. But we'll we'll talk about that group too. I mean, it there's uh you know, I don't want to say there's any stock downs. I don't think that there are, but I mean, how underwhelming were those transfers? I mean, Anderson Kobe, um Emory Simmons, I thought had a pretty decent season. Yeah, he did fine. He was he was really good. I mean, it was it, it was on. it was it was Connor that absolutely just Yeah, I think that's got something to do with it. Okay, let's keep it going. Uh Dominic James. Did not play in a position a group that needed it. He played a little bit, but not not enough. Again, these are true freshmen. I know that we expect a lot from maybe from, you know, just throwing them out there to see. But uh, DJ Moore should see him, right? Um, Keeping him is so necessary. Yeah. The tight ends here, we got Brady Foley, um, who didn't see the field, but he was a late enrollee. Um, 
I think Ryan Miller might have been the one that was in first. I want to say, I don't know. But Vincent Snead Jr. didn't see much of him um, on the inside. Richard Thomas is transferring, correct? Yeah, which okay. super sucks. Yep. Um, again, I, another player that didn't see the field a, in an area that needed help. I mean, Snead saw the field a little bit in the, earlier on in the season, but I don't remember seeing Thomas out there at all. James Mons didn't see him, but he was injured, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Philip Dunham saw him a little bit. Carter Smith, I thought, played really well down the down the stretch. Um, Cam third, Camper, third third best freshman for yeah. sure. Cam Camper, um, <clears throat> the community college transfer. These are those are included as well. Ryan Miller, tight end, six six two fifteen. Didn't see him, but maybe Barner's transfer is is something that's written in the in the weeds. Um, Jamari Sharp, Jalen Lucas, incredible. Isaiah Jones, we saw him for a minute towards the end of the season. Brandon Soresby, we saw him for a little bit. Bray Lynch, we'll just run through him real quick. Jamari Monet, the defensive lineman. Caden Turner, we saw now him that, play. That was, that was big. Caden Turner, I think, is going to be a stud. I think so, too. Cameron Perry, uh, we he was he kept getting hinted at. Is he going to get in? Is he going to get in? Um, didn't totally see the field um, as much as we thought, but maybe he's somebody that could, that could see it next year. And then Lewis Moore, um, the community college transfer at corner, he played a little bit um, as well. But then you've got the transfers from Brian Lanier, Anderson Kobe, Parker Hanna, um, Miles Jackson, Jared Casey, Connor, J.H. Tevis, I thought played well. Josh Henderson, obviously. So can I Josh. amend my statement yeah. and just say transfer is not recruiting okay. class? Okay, yeah, go ahead. That's fine. Cool, we can stop. Um, <clears throat> Because I thought the recruiting class made a, I mean, obviously, with the transfers, it made a huge impact. I thought J.H. Tevis could be Winston Kramer. He was not. No. Um, Weston. Weston Kramer, by the way. Weston Kramer. Um, no, he wasn't. But he had his, he had his moments. He had his moments. Um, I didn't think he was terrible. I didn't. He wasn't good enough to what we thought he was going to be. But, I, again. Um, Parker <clears throat> Hanna. Parker Hanna was. Parker? Yeah, it was bad. It was really bad. We don't need to spend time on individual players. Let's do that now. Let's get stocks to our, up. Let's get to our stocks, Brandon. Let's go. St- everybody's down. I, I need to just change this format. Everybody's down. Let's stay down first. Stock down offense. Connor. Yeah. I got to pick somebody else now. Yeah. I mean, we don't. Do we need to talk about it? Do you want to go over a stat no, real quick? I do not. I want to. Don't. Okay. Do. Go on. He played every game outside of the Michigan state game. He played in every single one of them, whether he started or he came in and finished, he played every one except for one. He threw for 2,300 yards with a 55% completion percentage, an average of 5.4 yards per completion along of 52 in the first game. Um, 13 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. He was sacked 25 times. Final quarterback rating of 106.1. Um, just to compare a very, very, very small sample size, but Jack Tuttle, the only other one that really got enough. Well, Williams got 38 attempts in, but his his quarterback rating doesn't count. He's a runner. So uh, Tuttle, the only other like true passing quarterback that's played 160 quarterback rating. But again, small sample size. But again, it, it was it was not good. It was not what I expected. I know it wasn't what you were expecting. I know it was exactly what Seth was expecting. And for the first time in his life, he was right. So um, <clears throat> stock down on offense for me. I'll just slide over on the on the old 
team leaders thing here on ESPN and I'll just do Sean Shivers. Um, I want to blame it on the offensive line. I do. He sh- when he showed when he had an offensive line, he did something. He showed that he couldn't create, which that's I think what, was that's what I think the biggest. That's what I was going to go with as the biggest problem. You can keep going. Keep your with your thought. You're fine. No. So, on. yeah, I mean, he was just a straight line runner. It, that's all he is. He can't he can't move side to side it, it, when he runs east west. He isn't turning any quarter, breaking any tackles. He was just a north south runner that needed a lane. And when there was no lanes, it was negative or no yards see that's that's the that's one of the things i want to do and i I know you hate position coaches but having a running backs coach there maybe he doesn't start i mean josh henderson was clearly the better running back hands down let's look at his stuff real quick you know he had 90 carries to shivers 143 you know 4.4 to 4.1 um but it, it you tell me when you felt when he was out there compared to shivers which one did you feel better about Oh, Henderson all day. Yeah. And so, you know, it's Shivers had a huge end of the end of the year and props to him for coming. Thank you very much, Sean, for your service, all that stuff. Um, it, it just disappointed. I was disappointed. I expected a lot more now again. Do, so do you know this? Do you know the rushing attempt breakdown? 143. Yeah, I have it right in front of me. But yeah, I do think it's funny that Dexter Williams, who's started two games has played a total of two games has 40 rushing attempts. Jalen Lucas has 49 rushing attempts. There's no reason why Sean Shiver should have 60% more rushing attempts. None. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. Well, they figured it out again. Henderson, too little, too late. 4.4 average yards per rush. Sean mm-hmm. Shiver's 4.1. Mm-hmm. And he, Really only has that because he had the 75-yard run at Michigan State. He's had a couple. Yeah, he had a couple. Receiving, Henderson, 24 catches, 11.4 yards a catch. Despite having 51 less touches, he had Josh Henderson had more touchdowns and only 48 less yards from scrimmage. That's crazy. That's coaching malpractice. Yeah. Coaching malpractice. And as as I've preached on here before, again, not knowing, I don't think anybody can know what Tom Allen thinks besides Tom Allen, but I'm assuming Tom Allen puts a lot of his eggs into his position coach's baskets. So they let he, especially on the offense, mainly on the offense, he just says, you know what? I'm a defense guy. You do all your offense stuff. I'm going to trust in you. I think that's what happened. And then maybe, and I, again, I'm a, <clears throat> I'm a CTA apologist. Maybe he, maybe he whipped it out, Brandon, at the end of the year and said, no more. No, no, no. I'm making decisions. Jalen's playing. Josh is playing. We're going to get the offensive line fixed. We're going to do all this stuff. So I don't know. Either way, doesn't matter. We'll keep it going. Stock down defense. There's so many. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Big Play J. Oh, okay. Could go Sio. Could. You could go Brian Fitzgerald. Though mm-hmm. he, he his last two or three games were impressive. His second um, leading tackler on the team. 
but and he was sure. atrocious against Nebraska, atrocious against mm-hmm. Maryland. Mm-hmm. But when he was forced to play, maybe he's just been linebacker the whole Should've time. Should have been a linebacker. Um, but I mean, you can you can take a lot of guys in the secondary actually, and a lot of guys from the defensive line. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pick big play Jay because his name no longer applies. Um, he hasn't made a big play in two seasons. Um, so I'm gonna go him, but. Uh, Jay, if you're listening, you actually get a tie with probably six of your teammates. And Jay, if you're listening, um, you did make an interception last year at Penn State. So it's been a little bit less than two years since you don't deserve your name. But um, and also, again, for, for people that are saying this is stock down, we're not saying he's a bad player. No, no, no. We're Jay, just... if you're listening, your stock in the 2020 season was... And it, it was on the, the top 10 list. I don't, I don't know. I don't do stocks, yeah. but you know, like you were literally a gold stock, <laughs> you know, after the bowl game in yep. 2020. Right. So it's just stock down. That's all it is. You've explained this a million times. Yes. Yes. We don't hate these players. Well, Brandon, I don't know so much with Brian Fitzgerald, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So either way, so so the only thing really, Jalen Williams, he's second on the team and passes defended. He did have zero interceptions and a fumble recovery, really outside of like forty total tackles, but you know twenty nine solo. Just to look at Taiwan, he had eight passes defended. He had two of those were intercepted, uh, and also forced a fumble. And he was fourth on the team total tackles. So, I mean, it, it, it's just not comparable. So. Uh, mine is one of the few secondary people that you didn't name by name and it's monster Matthews. Oh, how did I forget him? Yeah. Um, he let his frustration, which you get with monster, right? He's mm-hmm. an emotional, emotional guy. I love him. He, yeah. He, he's the guy that's knocked out a few of Tom Allen's teeth. Right. And you could just tell a lot of his plays. He was just trying to do too much. He got out of position. He, he gambled. he, was clearly on his in his own head. He, what he had two or three personal foul penalties that were he had mostly a huge all, one against Maryland, massive against yeah, Maryland. I remember just all yeah. unnecessary. And you know that's why I didn't mention him because you could never fault. Not saying you could fault the other guys I'm talking about, but like Monster was just literally all he wanted to do was win and make a big play. And unfortunately for him, it was at a detriment. Yeah, a, a I serious detriment bad, in the worst time. Yeah. I do think he had some bad coverage issues on the back end. Um, I think a lot of what Jordan Palmer did too. Is that his name? Jordan Palmer? For Nebraska? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but it's Palmer. Pal- Palmer's last name. Um, whatever yeah. it was all everything Palmer did to IU was was it looked as almost Jordan like, Palmer is the guy for the Chargers. Jordan. That's right. Palmer. But yeah, everyone knows who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For Nebraska. Um, yeah, he got ate up in that game pretty bad. So and then again, oh, uh, like not only I'm cool with it with an unsportsmanlike every now and then, as long as it's like an emotional thing, not something like crazy stupid. But those were some costly penalties in, in major big time times during the game. I mean, the Maryland one still, I don't understand that it. it was so late. But um, yeah, I'm going to go with Monster. Let's cheer everybody up before Woo! we move on. Uh, to Brando's Randos, but let's do stock up offense. Uh, we have rambled a little bit, so let's not spend a ton of time here. But let's stock up offense, and then we'll we'll keep it moving here with defense. It, I mean, 
the obvious answer is Desan, um, but I'm going to go Aaron Casey here. I didn't expect him to lead our team in tackles. I didn't expect him to get double-digit um, tackles for losses. I didn't expect him to have to be the senior leader when Cam Jones went down. Um, so give it to the Canadian. Uh, he he is he's he was a stud. Um, I think he played outside of what he's his talent is. Um, so props to you, Aaron. Um, I, I didn't have, uh, you at where you landed and I couldn't be more happy to be wrong. Um, so Aaron Casey stock up on, uh, on the defense for me. Yeah. Good pick. Good pick. Um, I'm going to go with Come on, Bradley Jennings you... Jr. Okay. Yeah. Not where I thought you were going to go with that. I didn't have, you thought I was going Fitz. No, I thought no. you were going Matt Holt. Oh, I wouldn't have gone Holt. No, I'm not a big Holt guy. Not a big Matt Holt guy. Um, yeah, another guy I would have thrown a shout out to was, was Jonathan Haynes. Um, yeah, I thought was pretty good at the end of the year. But uh, my thing with Bradley Jennings Jr. is I had zero. I know some people had high expectations. I had zero expectations. I also didn't think that based off some of the tape that I had seen of him, he looked as athletic as he was in person. And to see the way that he played as a backup linebacker, finishing fifth on the team with tackles. Um, it's third on the team and in, in passes defended. I thought he did a great job in coverage. I thought he was always around the ball whenever he was on the field. So I was a big Brad O'Jennings uh, junior what, fan. What year. about Patrick Lewis? He came on shout. big. What about good Alfred shout. Bryant? Alfred Bryant had a good one. Yep. He had a good, good season. Um, trying to think of anybody who came on maybe or said Jonathan Haynes, I thought again was, was good. Yeah. Alfred Bryant had four sacks, right? Led the team. Yep. Tied with, uh, Desan. And we, it just makes me sick to think about, but I thought Noah had a decent year. Uh, wish he could have had some picks thrown in there, but, um, you know, forced three fumbles. Noah Pierre, um, Led the team in that as well, and also recovered one. So I think he was tied for the team lead, um, with three sacks as well. And then you've got Cam Jones. I, we talked about him, but I mean, did we really expect Cam Jones to be this, this no. big? I mean, hiding behind, not hiding, but was stuck behind uh, Micah's shadow for the first three years. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's there's a lot of good, um, but there was too much of the bad on defense for me. Yeah, 121st country. Yeah. All right, real quick, stock up offense. Who you got? It's jail. Yeah. I mean, it, it would have been Cam Camper had he not unfortunately got hurt. Um, he's an absolute stud. Um, but yeah, I mean, the answer, the answer is Jalen. I have I have a I have a sad stat. Uh oh. Before or after this isn't player. This just says the injuries that got riddled, right? How many players, how many offensive players um, played in all 12 games? Skill positions, stat positions. How, uh, how many played many. in all the games? Yeah. Three? Five. Five? Okay. Just shows that, man, it's just hurt yeah Barter it was, the th- was out it was, for a bit it was it was the th- it was the three running backs right mm. and then emory simmons and anderson kobe that's that, it those are the two those are the two that i had and then for some reason i thought 
both Shivers and Henderson may have missed some time. No. So all three running backs and those two wide receivers. Um, I mean, the wide receiving core was disappointing, but it was also beat up. Like yeah. every everyone was hurt. Camper, Matthews, Matthews. Holt Bennett, yep. Swinton. All of them were hurt. Cursed team, man. Crazy. Sucks. All right. I'm gonna Sucks. go with I'm gonna go with our boy Josh Henderson. We spent a lot of time talking about his stats when we gave the stock down on Shivers, but um Again, same thing as Bradley Jennings. I know this is going to sound weird. Didn't see this coming. Um, didn't think much of him coming out of North Carolina. Didn't think a whole lot of, of his stats and some of the things that I had seen and read. Um, and nothing, read nothing but good things about him as a human. But, you know, that doesn't necessarily translate to stats on a, on a football field. So um, to see him, holy cow, that was a... a big refresher did he lead the team in receiving touchdowns he did he led the team as a running back in receiving touchdowns with four aj barner at three and then all the wide receivers kind of after that scattered throughout but um josh henderson that's my shout stock up um hope we get another one of him should that'd be great should be rb1 because shivers uh Chivers declared. Declared. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think he's done anyway. I think he's he's past his. I think he was a one and done. I gotcha. think. So either way, that's good. I mean, we can shout out some people. Obviously, Emory Emory Simmons. I really love Emory Simmons. I thought he had a really good end of the year. I thought Anderson Kobe kind of came on as the end, the year went on. There's gonna be a hard Anderson Kobe's gonna have to do something for me to forgive him for that Maryland game. And I'm not manning. We would have only been five and seven. Yeah. yeah. Right, yep. but um, maybe that changes the Rutgers result. I don't know. Um, I thought Steinfeld came on well. I thought some of our own, I call them our own receivers, Swinton, who's transferring. Um, sales, you can't, I mean, sales came on strong. Yeah, Josh Sales was good, as we, as we said, Carter Smith on the offensive line. I thought Haggard put together kind of a, kind of a sneaky, decent final year. Um, I mean, he'll he's one of those guys that'll get the like NFL camp oh, yeah. invite. Yeah, yeah. Like, he'll he'll play he'll play NFL preseason football. Yeah, it's very possible. Um, I thought Carpenter was was good towards the end of the year as well. Um, I mean, Carpenter Carpen, a light switched when a certain thing happened. Mm-hmm. It took a it took a game and a bye week, but it definitely made a made a big difference. So, okay, let's do it. Let's move on. I said it wasn't going to sit here and, and spend a ton of time on it, but it, we won't. And so we'll just fly through it. Uh, just like you guys need to fly over to Monon Track Club. MTC is Indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport in the Hoosier State. They craft products, tell stories, and create experiences that aim to celebrate, support, and add to Indiana's running culture. Check out the link in the show notes for more details on their club runs and to shop their gear from shirts to hoodies to koozies. As a thank you to our listeners, they're offering 10% off your order. Use promo code LEO10 at checkout. That's LEO10. Now, back to the show. Brando, what is going on with your randos there, bud? So I got a question for you. Yeah. So really, I think um, you and I kind of had three big moments um, in this year. Um, and I'm, I'm curious, what was your favorite? Was it... Um, tailgating again playing flip cup having your kids at the game 
Was it having the guy trip where we drank and and just enjoyed kind of no kids, no wife, just relaxation, hanging out, tailgating? Or did you have the most fun with all the kids at your house um, when Crazy Man, a.k.a. me, came to visit? Who was your favorite LEO pod, non-podcast moment of the 2022 football season? I know which one was mine, and it's easy. And it's easy. Mine was going to be probably back to tailgating. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, that that was a good one. When Sasha came. Were you talking about the one when Sasha came, and your wife came, and your kids came? Yeah. That was a a great tailgate. The weather was a little cold in the beginning, but then it got nice out, and, like, none of us really had to wear jackets or gloves. The kids did all right until about midway through the third quarter. Yeah. That That was a good one. That was yeah, that was I that mean, was I, that was a really fun. Or I don't know. Oh, let's see what you got. What do you got? I I loved our you know my son and your two sons playing, um, crushing pizza, crushing wings, um, in your basement. Bragg just bought an awesome new house because him and his wife are both insanely successful. Um, and they have this absolute baller basement, um, almost movie theater ish, um, with like a kids play, everything. I mean, I don't know what the size of that room is, what um, a lot by a lot. Um, So I think we're going to have a lot of good times in that basement. Yeah, no, that's where I was going to go. I think every time you came over, we lost. (laughs) So so I I did get to have at least uh, experience, you know, a couple home wins. Um, So that's the one I wanted to choose. But yeah. um, Yeah. What's up, man? What's next? So we haven't talked about it. Seth isn't on here. He can't stop us. Yes. It's Purdue. It's Purdue time. Yes. What is worse? Knowing that your program is nothing but a stepping stone, or knowing that you are second place to Louisville. The absolutely forgotten child of the ACC. I have tons of friends that went to North Carolina, went to Pitt, went to Mm -hmm. Syracuse, went to Florida State. Mm -hmm. Nobody remembers Louisville exists. Do you want to know a school I just discovered exists? Because I bet on them because they were playing Notre Dame in basketball. Uh, Not that I discovered that they existed, but like I totally don't. Don't you forget about Boston College? They they could be D2 for all I know. That's what I'm saying. That is an ACC school. Boston College, but okay. So the stepping stone thing. I don't think he was ever just, I don't think he was just ever committed. I think he always no. wanted to coach it at, at Louisville. I know the opportunity had come up a couple years ago, maybe after his first year, second yes. year, second year, second year. And that there were some real big things getting thrown around there, but I, maybe he sees something different in the team now where it makes sense for him to move. I don't think Purdue's attractive without that quarterback. And now you definitely lose your, your, you have no wide receivers. I'm assuming, I don't know their, their roster that well, but I'm, I think Sheffield's got to be gone. Um, Chucky's gone. Yeah. Chuck, Chuck Jones is gone. Um, AOC has gone. You've got the running back, the walk on running back. Can he might, he might go with Brom to Louisville. Oh, really? That's the word. Hockabee? Mockabee? I mean, yeah, they're going to lose. Yeah, crazy legs. And, of course, guess who we play next year? Louisville. Louisville. Um, 
But uh, a lot of their recruits. Did you see what happened on Twitter today? No. Did they all decommit? They're running. Are they running? Brady Allen probably going to Louisville. Really? They're all yeah. going to follow him. They're not just going to yep. reopen. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, I try to stay away from their Twitter and that kind of stuff. Um, I haven't paid attention. I get nervous for after... me. It's being it's being worse in Louisville, right? Like, yeah. I mean, you're supposed to be a college town, supposed to be this agricultural school, and you just lost to a forgotten ACC school. Yeah. Yeah. And now, okay. In Kentucky. Is, in Kentucky. Is the, yeah, true. Is the uh, is the next question going to be about their coach? Their, yeah. Their yeah, next but, but coach? I, I want to go more on because, like, there's a lot of programs that are stepping stone programs, right? Like, mm-hmm. I grew up as a Pitt fan. Pitt's a stepping stone program. Everyone uses Pitt. No one, no one ever wants their last job ever to be also an ACC school. Also an ACC school, that right? So, like, there, there are a lot of stepping stone programs. So, so, I don't think the stepping stone thing is a big deal. That's just reality of football, right? If you, if you're, if you're a, a rising coach, it just is what it is. It's losing to Louisville. Like Purdue has to live with the fact that they, that Louisville is a more attractive place than them how far down the acc do you have to go before you're not offended before you are offended that your coach left for this school okay hold on here we go yeah we we have to have to pull it up here we go let me think i'm just thinking i'm thinking i'm thinking okay let's start with let's use pit okay are you offended if your coach leaves for this school yes or no if you're a purdue fan yeah I, I think Pitt, I mean, with, with Tony Gorsett and Larry Fitzgerald okay. and all I mean, they're, they're a great program, but okay. I'm biased, obviously. So Pitt. Okay. So you no. say no. I say no. Syracuse. Yes. You're offended. Yes. With Syracuse, who beat Purdue this year, by the As way. As a football program, undoubtedly. Okay. Okay. So that's Undoubtedly. Kinda, let's throw out some more. Uh, Boston College. A lot of history. Hey, uh, yes. Okay. Wake Forest. Yes. Okay. Um Virginia. No. Okay. Okay, because that is a bad team right now. That is a bad team. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I, I if I remember their record right, they're they're not very good. How about Virginia three? Virginia seven. Tech is a is a step up, I think. I think. Is it? Virginia Tech's a step up. Okay. Yeah. Enter Sad Man is awesome i mean yeah that's all i can think about is their stadium um nc state to step nc equal. state is, equal. is one yeah nc state is one. equal to purdue i think duke NC is state, a step down right football for sure for but sure north carolina would be a step up correct yes i think i see now me i think that's a lateral move the only reason I think North Carolina, ah, that's close. they've got Mac Brown. That's it. That's the only reason that they're relevant. Purdue will never get a coach that's Mac Brown stature. They won't. Okay. They, Mac Brown would never coach at Purdue. Would he coach IU? Ember. No. No. He but why did he go to North Carolina? Is he from there? No. I don't think Texas, so. Probably? I'll look that up. I'll look that up. No, so it. I mean, that's that's my bigger thing is is again to kind of bring bring the question full circle. Stepping stone, whatever you have to live with it in college athletics. Um, but being being worse than Tennessee, being worse than Louisville. Hmm. And I get it. He's he's Louisville royalty. Blah blah blah. Yeah. No. 
Yeah. No, I think I think it, it now fully in that any coach would leave for their facilities are nice, bro. I, I mean, I don't know money. about their other facility. I know about and they don't the, have a pro stadium. Team, so all the money gets poured yeah. in Louisville. That stadium, I drove by it two weeks ago. It, it blows Ross Eight out of the out of the water. And I kind of like I kind of like like the like the architecture of Ross Eight, so I don't want to hate on it too much. But I'd hope so. They got to be um, good at something. It's dude. It, it, I mean, it poops on Ross Eight. So yeah. There could be that. Okay, let's let's keep moving. Keep moving. So let's let's move to Jeff Brom. Do you think he's actually a good coach? No, I've said this. Well, I have said it before that he's a he's a good coach. I've said that. Um, I just reacted too quick. I, I wanted to say no because Seth isn't here to back anything up. So, um. I I, lo- I hope Seth listens to this on his flight tomorrow and it just ruins his trip. He's not a good recruiter, right? No. I do think he's a good coach though. I think he's a great coordinator. Okay. I think he I think he's an offensive genius. I don't think he's I don't think he commands the sidelines. Um I don't think he's good Xs and Os. Um, like in game, right? It's Tom Allen's not. I, I think I think Jeff Brom is equal to Tom Allen. Does that make sense? Like Tom Allen is a phenomenal defensive coordinator. Phenomenal defensive coordinator. Jeff Brom, phenomenal offensive coordinator. Yeah. I think I think they both leave a lot to be desired as a head coach. I would take Tom Allen over Jeff Brom simply because of the leadership capability. Now is it wearing thin? It's wearing thin. Um, I think that's a topic probably for another podcast since Mm -hmm. we're about an hour in already. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do think coaching hierarchy, Tom Allen, Jeff Brom, pretty neck and neck. And I don't know if that's a compliment to either. Yeah. I think they're both great coordinators, though, because I think one offensive genius, one defensive genius. I think that that's what I was going to say. Uh, that's why I pointed at the screen when you started saying that, because I was th- I was going to ask you, do you think he does the same thing that I think Tom Allen does when it comes to defense? Do you think that he's like, well, you're talking defense to me? I, you just you just coach your your stuff. I'll leave you alone with that kind of thing. Yeah, that's in it. And you pointed it out. So that's fine. Cool. Yep. That's all I got. Those are those are the, a Purdue centered um brando's randos but i think next week is going to be kind of iu big picture um before we do recruiting the week after that so yep. um after this podcast no more purdue talk out of me but i had to rip them right we had to they let's, would do it to us they would do, do it to us one more question okay can they hire a name that scares you no they won't okay. they can't does kevin someone scare you no does Whoever this English character is, is nope. he on? Okay. Nope. And then what about Bill O'Brien's um, the only guy that does, and he won't come here. Yeah, I don't see him going to Purdue. Nope. Maybe though, if they get their money right, but I don't know if they've got it, do they? No, they they'll be smart to hire another Western Kentucky coach. They should hire Todd Helton out of Western Kentucky. Oh, yeah, probably. That would be, in my mind, out of all the names I heard, that would be the best hire. Is he he's on a He's a candidate. So I heard. Okay. So I read. So you read. Yeah. But all the other names, 
Yeah. Someone scares me a little bit. But that's it. That's it, though. I don't think they can touch Urban or, or no. O'Brien or anything like that. So cool. Well, that's it. That's enough, Purdue. We will wrap this puppy up now. Um, it's been a fun one, I think. Um, totally unprepared, if you guys couldn't tell. We kept know. it light and yeah. we kept it dark. You know, it was a mixture. It was a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Fun. It'll get you, it'll get you through your Friday commute. As they used to say on the radio, those things we used to listen to back in the day in our parents' cars. But um, cool. Yep, that's it. So be sure to check out our podcast. It's on Twitter. It's at podcast LEO. Right now it's a bunch of retweets. I think Seth tweeting a bunch of stuff. No, no. Pretty quiet. Um, be sure to download, follow, rate, review on all of our platforms. Um, we'll talk to you guys next week. LEO. LEO. You said it. makers. He said it though, doesn't that? Elio. Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much. Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio. Elio.